Hey, beautiful people. This is James with this beautiful, crazy life podcast, the best podcast of all the Internet that has ever podcasted to podcast before. And today we are joined part three of our Advent devotional. And my special guest today is Stefan. He's a good friend of mine. We went to church together here in Anchorage, Alaska. He has a very encouraging word slash teaching slash biblical breakdown of just what Advent is all about. So please take a listen. If you guys like this, make sure to please uh, follow either on Apple or Spotify. And if you like what Stefan had to say here, which I think you will, actually, I know you will. Please write a review. Let them know just how great you're doing. Guys, I hope you're blessed. Stay tuned. Another one will be coming out tomorrow as well. All right. Have a great day. How are you guys doing today? Um, my name is Stefan Bledsoe, and I am simply just a friend of James Prim's, um, someone who was in the community with him, laboring in the faith when it came to the church that we were at in Alaska. And simply put, I am just a man who is a man of God, living in today's world, and someone who loves to serve his community. Um, I want to give honor where honors due, first and foremost. Um, I want to give honor to not just the Lord of hosts, but just to James Prim in general. Um, he's an awesome man of faith. Um, there was a lot of integrity with him. Absolute wizard. Absolute just... <laughs> this dude is amazing. And I want to thank him for giving me an opportunity to share anything that I have to share today. Thank you for that, James. Um, why I'm doing this today is because, um, if anyone knows, the year of 2020 has definitely pushed so many people into corners, uncomfortable places, and places just to venture and explore, and it has probably been one of the more challenging years to date, you know, simply because of the pandemic and everything going on. In that season, I'm pretty sure that, especially in March, we were all challenged to doing something different. What is something that we are forced to make a different adjustment on? And during that silence, I'm realizing that it is good for me to step outside of my comfort zone and to contribute to a podcast like this, even if it's once. I'm really appreciative for it. So, what is what is the, the, the message or today's idea when it comes to the Christmas and the Advent season? Um, there's a couple of things I want to bring into perspective before we get into the word. Um, 2020, man. Uh, what do... <laughs> Is there any other explanation just for 2020? Um, the challenge, the, uh, the 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 heartbreak, the frustration, the tension. Um, I'm realizing that um, in the midst of all that, especially when the escalation point was in March, a lot of us were looking at our jobs that may have stopped, health that may have declined, and unfortunately lives that may have been lost, whether it hit home or not. A lot of us looked to the sky and we were like, God, what now? And in that subtlety, I'm realizing that God is the God of what now? What is the next steps? Where do we go from here? And he was always there in the beginning. Um, something about me and the job that I work at, I work in the operating room. So I set up the field. Um, I do the medical counts. We get get the instruments prepared. Um, gown and glove, get the doctors ready, and you're directly assisting in surgery. And 
the situation with the pandemic is, is that it stopped all elective surgeries when March hit. So it basically forced us in a place where we had to do other things in the hospital. And a lot of our livelihoods were at stake because our job is in one department. But I know a lot of people have definitely (laughs) dealt with different hardships at their jobs. But luckily, by the grace of God, he was a provider. Um, You look at the society of the impact of what's been going on and... We look at social injustices, we look at the political scheme, you know, we look at the wild election that took place, regardless if your candidate won or not. We look at job security, we look at just the psychological security, the whole thing behind masks and, and the dependency of a vaccine, not saying that that's a bad thing, but where you're looking at all these other areas of, you know, what do we do from here? And when we look, when we look at this year, it's kind of reminiscent of how, you know, the at the Bible and how it really illustrates how people are looking at what happens next. What does a savior look like? What does victory look like? What does progression look like? Um, we have this call of stretching out our arms. Who is the one that actually receives that on the other side? And Every year we look at the Christmas season and we hear the same story of a Christ, of a Savior being born. And we get so accustomed to, you know, hearing the same story over and over again. And we forget the power of the majesty behind it. So today's title is simply a statement with a question. For the Christmas season, it's your king is here, but do you recognize him? Your king of kings is here, but do you recognize him? Do you see him? Do you acknowledge him? Today's passage is going to come John chapter 1, verses 10 through 12. But before we get into that, let's pray. Father God, 2020, this coronavirus pandemic, it has struck so much fear into the hearts of people, myself included at times. But Father God, remind us that there's still a king over all this, that you still reign over our troubles, you still reign over our pain, you still reign over our tribulations. Father God, in this Advent season, this Christmas season, Lord, you know, for things to be thankful for. I, I pray that we don't get caught up in the mundane, same old, same old. Brushing over the impact of not just what you do, but who you are. So, Father God, I pray that the eyes would be open and the hearts would be open. So that the word can drop good seeds today. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so, once again, this is John chapter 1 and this is verses 10 through 12 here we go it says he came into the world he created but the world did not recognize him he came to his own people and even they rejected him but to all who believed him and accepted him he gave the right to become children of god 
So once again, I think the, the emphasis here is that imagine encountering Jesus your very own way in that time and still missing him, him absolutely brushing by you and you not paying attention to it. Imagine um, the son of God doing miracles physically right in front of your face. And throughout that process, you've missed the absolute Christ God man in front of you. I'm guilty of it just like anyone else, especially in the North American world that we live in. Where every single Christmas Eve service, we hear the same message about Jesus being born in a manger. You know, the the nice holiday season fills and all this stuff. And we often get caught up in the mundane, forgetting the fact and the impact of who Christ actually is. How heartbreaking is that reality? Seeing a beautiful creator in front of your eyes. And considering him average, normal, non-impactful, nonchalant, just another guy. But yet we reach to stretch hands towards this God when it's an inconvenience to us. Here, here's something that I want you to consider really quick. Um... Later on in the books, Jesus and his disciples encounter a man being possessed by um, a few thousand demons. And this demon group was called Legion. The, 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 the concept that I want you to catch is, is that the demons themselves recognized Jesus and trembled in fear. And even bargained with Jesus about being cast into pigs instead of being killed on the spot. The heartbreaking reality is, is that even the demons recognize and tremble before the Lord compared to us knowing that we have infinite access to God. Yet we brush it off on the side sometimes. Have we gotten too comfortable with this idea of Jesus? Are we too familiar with Jesus? More importantly, have our expectations of what we thought our Savior was, has it caused us to cloud our image of who he actually is? Once again, I, I, I look back at this these two simple verses. Coming into a world where he created, but us not recognizing him. How many of us have said that we are called to be Christ-like, have used Christian as a title, have used different stories in the Bible in the past, but stopped it there? I wonder how the people would have really felt when they were stone, you know, when they were just stoning, cursing, hitting, spitting, disregarding blaspheming a God who was going to die for their sins when, sh when shortly before they were celebrating him. He came into the very world he created, but the world did not recognize him. He came to his own people and even they rejected him. 
But to all who believed him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. Something very simple, just to highlight the reality. <laughs> this Jesus that we talk about, this, this God-man that we praise at church, this holiday season where we know about the birth and the origin, don't let this Jesus, don't let this God-man pass you by. To close, I just wanted to read something from Isaiah chapter 9, verses 4 through 7, to remind us of who this king actually is. And it goes, For you will break the yoke of their slavery and lift the heavy burden from their shoulders. You will break the oppressor's rod, just as you did when you destroyed the army of Midian. The boots of the warrior and the uniforms bloodstained by war will all be burned. They will be fuel for the fire. And this is where it gets interesting. Verse 6. For a child is born to us, a son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His government and its peace will never end. He will rule with fairness and justice from the throne of his ancestor David for all eternity. The passionate commitment of the Lord of heaven's armies will make this happen. I just want to remind you, wherever you are, in your life, in your battles, in your struggles, in the midst of this 2020 that's ending, regardless of how hard it was, because it was hard for everyone else, there is a Savior who reached down to meet us where we were. And in this holiday season, when we read and we hear about the birth of hope and victory, I simply pray that in your mundane, in the regular days, in the days passing by, realize that your king is here, but recognize him in all that you do. If there's a homeless person, realize that Christ was, <laughs> Christ was there at that place. If you see a blessing at your job, realize that that is a blessing in a hand that God is offering. If there is a conflict, realize that this is God pulling you and revealing something in your heart. If there is a unique opportunity being presented to you, realize that that is undeserved favor being presented to you. Realize that Christ is in your community He's at your job. And more importantly, he's in your secret place and he's in your personal place. And just like the people that encountered him in John chapter 1, verses 10 through 12. Please know that your king is there, but don't let him pass you by. Father God, thank you for this day. Thank you for your word. God, thank you for not only what you do, but for who you are. 
And I pray that this is an opportunity, God, where even in our days, we could recognize and realize your majesty, not just for the Christmas season, but every day in our lives. I pray for the non-believer. I pray that this is an opportunity where your word can penetrate a stony heart. God, for the Christian that, that has gotten caught up in the mundane, Lord, simply remind them of your beauty and your majesty. For the hearer listening, whether they listen to it for one minute or for all of it, I pray that this is a blessing and that it's edifying. And thank you for the opportunity. God, thank you for what 2020 did, forcing us to address issues and to show us what our real issues are. Thank you for 2020, because even though it wasn't the most enjoyable year, we're still alive and well. Thank you for the lessons that needed to be learned in 2020 and that a king is still reigning over us. I just pray that we don't ignore you and pass you by. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so that's all I had today. And once again, James Prem, I want to thank you for the opportunity. And I pray for whoever's listening. Thank you guys, and God bless you.